You're listening to Up Your Brave on RCR, Reality Check Radio. Welcome back to the Up Your Brave show. You're talking to Natalie Cutler-Welsh here on Reality Check Radio, and soon we'll be talking to Bryony Rogers. She's our next guest, and we're going to be talking about talking. We're talking about the power of your voice. Welcome to the show, Bryony. Welcome. Hello, Natalie. Great to meet you. So good to have you on the show. I know that um, I met you last week. For those of you that don't know Brian. Bryony, I met her last week, and now I'm so thrilled to be sharing your wisdom with our audience all around the power of your voice. For those of you that don't know Bryony, she's originally from the UK and has been living in the lower North Island of New Zealand since 2019, where she works as a voice empowerment coach, a healer, a teacher, and a published and prized winning writer. In her heart song healing work with Bryony, she offers powerful transformation sessions and trainings in voice and energy practices to both individuals and groups. She's been working in this area for 25 years and has received many positive testimonials and recommendations. She works throughout New Zealand and internationally with her online clients and in person throughout the Kapiti Coast area. So shout out to Kapiti Coast. Bryony's healed herself from chronic fatigue syndrome 27 years ago using the voice and energy techniques that she now works with, and will be sharing some of those with us today. She's used these techniques to help many people to get in touch with a more empowered sense of their voice and presence, and to heal a wide range of conditions and ideas. The practices that Bryony teaches are particularly effective for reducing stress and anxiety, clearing blocked energies, and increasing a sense of clarity and purpose. Those sound like things that everybody wants. Bryony, so good to have you here. Thank you, Natalie. Yeah, it's lovely to connect again and to share about what I'm working with. Let's start off, before we get into the the details around the voice, I'm always fascinated with my guests as to how they got to this area of expertise that they're working in. So what about you? What has your journey been that brought you to the voice? Yeah, well, it's um, it's really been quite a journey for me. And it started 27 years ago when I was really unwell with chronic fatigue syndrome. And although as a child I had really enjoyed singing and felt quite free in my voice as a child, I'd gone through the school system in England and had had quite a negative experience with my voice, which had left me with a lot of lack of confidence. And from a position of not feeling confident with my voice, not feeling at all empowered with my voice, I became very unwell. Um, I was with chronic fatigue syndrome. I had um, ME or chronic fatigue syndrome, and I was unwell, um, really unwell for a, a short while. And Basically, the voice work was one of the things that totally transformed my health and enabled me to recover from chronic fatigue syndrome. And um, I, I explored my work through sounding and singing. The sounding and singing really helped me get a lot better. Um, and I started to study and explore these practices myself through the way that had made such a big transformation in my health. Um, and, and like I was saying, it, it was alongside meditation, healing, and dietary change and things. But the the work with my voice was really impactful on clearing the energy 
and allowing me to become more aligned and energized again, really making that difference to chronic fatigue syndrome. I don't know if you've um, had anyone you know, Natalie, who's experienced chronic fatigue syndrome. I mean, it's a similar kind of experience to some of the things that people are experiencing with long COVID, you know, that that real difficulty with energy. And I, I had to stop working when I was unwell and really transform my life. I ha- I mean, I when I was at Polytech back in my low 20s, I did have one of my fellow classmates. She did st- um, really struggle with that. And then, of course, going forward to flash forward to today, many mm-hmm. of my not my clients necessarily, but some of a lot of my guests, uh, especially those in the health arena, often have struggled with some form of well, some some sort of dis-ease, which is part of their journey, just like you yeah. and chronic fatigue has been one of the ones that does come up now and again. Yeah, it's 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 a really um, challenging experience to have, and but but now from the position of now now I I obviously I see that it led me to this really positive experience of work and transformation, and um, I love to share those processes with other people for those same benefits. You talked about voice work. Mm. And so what does that mean exactly? Like voice work? I'm, I'm, my mind is bubbling over with some things that like exercises or singing or chants or things that you might be doing. I might have no idea. What is the voice work that you're talking about and how does it work? Yeah, well, mm, so there's a, th- those things that you just mentioned are part of the range of tools that I use. There's a whole kind of focus on different voice exercises and practices that we use that strengthen the voice, strengthen the um, the the functionality of the voice as as a, a coming from this physical instrument that we are. So there's a whole range of those aspects of it, and also chanting and singing is involved as well. There are um, some specialized uh, practices that we use that are sounding practices that balance and align the energy system, the chakra system. And there's a, there's a number of those practices that I use. So we use all these different tools within a holistic framework. So I'm a Reiki master teacher and healer. And I use that whole understanding of energy in the voice work. So it's a very holistic approach and it embraces the whole life and the whole relationships and all the different ways that we use our voice. Because, you know, you, you as you know, we use our voice in so many different contexts in our life and the way that we express ourselves and the way that we experience our voice is impacting us in all those different areas of life. And um, so the the work that I offer, and I work one-to-one with clients and also in group sessions and also in course sessions um, where we share these practices and practice them and develop them over a period of time and real changes and transformations can happen. And the the reason why they are happening, these changes and transformations, is partly energetic because of 
the vibrational effect of using the voice in a conscious way with intention and um, focus. And also it's you know primarily vibrational and frequent frequency that is is affected. Um, and also to do with kind of practice and commitment and um experience. So what I what I lead people through when I do my one-to-one sessions with people, and also this is going to be a significant part of the course experience that I'm offering as well, is the actual quite meditative, quite reflective experience of using the voice in these ways that um, have real physiological benefits. Like I can um, demonstrate this now, if you like, we can do a little practice. Um, I'll just, before we do that, I'll just tell you that um, this practice that we're going to do, which when I first describe it, you may think it sounds very simple. When we try it, hopefully you'll be able to actually feel some of the physiological benefits because um, they are really quite extraordinary when we look into them. There's been quite a lot of research done now that shows in this, this practice we're going to try together, it's based around humming. And the 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 physiological benefits include increased nitric oxide in the body, increased lymphatic circulation, reduced blood pressure, reduced circulation, which obviously massively impacts our experience of stress and anxiety, for one thing, and can have much more broad um, health and well-being implications, such as I experienced when I recovered from chronic fatigue syndrome really quite quickly when when I started working with these practices. So um, let's, should we have a go? At, yes, let's give it a go. Coming. We so, love doing but, things on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope all the listeners will join in too and just experience this um, exercise, which you will be able to use anytime you think of it, if you're at all stressed or anxious or also, it has implications to do with kind of clarity and mind focus. So, um, and other implications which are more complicated, which I would talk in in, a, in another context. But we'll just try the humming now. So we're just going to close our eyes and take a nice deep breath because all the voice work that we do is really dependent on the breath. Mm-hmm. And so we we start all practices with a, a few really nice deep belly breaths. And by a belly breath, what I mean is you might want to put your hand on your belly and just close your eyes a minute and feel that belly expanding as you breathe in. And this really helps to increase the flow of oxygen into the lungs and just make more oxygen available for the humming and sounding practices. So we're just going to do a gentle humming. So just first of all, just do two or three deep breaths and really feel yourself 
nice and peaceful and centered. Make sure you're sitting um, comfortably and quite straight is good. If you can sit with a sort of straight back. And we're just going to do a gentle humming. Will I join you? Mm. So it's just a gentle humming and we're going to do this. I'm going to guide you to do this about seven times. And then when we finish doing the humming, we just check in and scan through our body, scan our awareness through our mind, body, emotional field, and just see if we feel different. Just scan through your body and see how you feel, what you experience, what comes into your awareness in the body after doing this sounding practice. Do you, you might feel more energized around your throat and neck. This, this practice can really work with the throat chakra and blockages that we have there. And you might feel different feelings around your solar plexus, your chest. Do you have any experience you'd like to share, Natalie? I did. I turned my mic off because I didn't want to distract people and I didn't know when to stop humming. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I don't notice it in my body, but in my head, as you progressed, as you got for, you know, into number three or four, it really was amazing. It, was, it sounded more powerful and more resonant mm, in my head in a good way, in like a soothing, powerful, vibrant way. So that was really interesting. Mm, mm. Beautiful. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, with this practice and with other practices similar to this, the, you know, when we do them for longer, we notice more changes and also that way in which the, the sound gets more resonant and stronger is um, is a really positive benefit. And um, as well as the, you know, the, the other, the benefits that I talked about with the, um, the uh, blood pressure and the heart rate, the stress and anxiety, doing this, this simple practice, which 
anyone can do anytime, anywhere. Um, it actually really increases melatonin production in the body. It increases the growth and production of endorphins. So they're kind of feel good, you know, um, energies. So it's really quite a powerful process. And the way that we can use this tool is used throughout um, singing practice in many traditional singing trainings as part of a warm-up. You know, when we do humming um, as as a scale, like... <laughs> when we do those scales on humming, that's a standard warm-up practice, and that's one of the warm-up practices that we incorporate as part of the voice work in voice empowerment work that I do. Um, but the Jonathan Goldman, um, who is a sound healer in America, he worked very focused to bring together different scientific studies about the physiological benefits of humming and sounding, many of which had been done in universities and research centres that were not part of, um, you know, standard kind of Western academic culture, but were doing this very important work into the the effects of vibrational medicine and um it's he's done some great work jonathan in bringing it together and bringing it into the eyes of a western audience from a more holistic point of view yeah it's so interesting because i've interviewed a lot of people over the past seven months since the show's been going uh, around holistic health and healing. It's one of the many topics I do. But I would say that this voice topic is, it's almost the more, or I would say the less woo-woo of mm. the things, but it's it's a something people can do by themselves in the comfort of their own home, obviously with some guidance and training around what what's going to be effective and how long do you hold the note for and, and all those things. But I feel like it's... Um, it's the yeah it's it's less intimidating i suppose in a way from a like it doesn't seem as woo woo or as spiritual or whatever as some of the other practices so i think that's a good benefit and the the body benefits that you're mentioning the melatonin increasing the endorphins etc i think it's such a good thing for people to know about and to have in their wellness um kete or tool belt or whatever they they've got to draw from mm, definitely and um that that's one thing that I really love about this work is the fact that it's actually very accessible and also very enjoyable. You know, it makes us feel good. And when we do the singing and sounding in a kind of more um, uh, focused way over a period of time, it really improves our well-being. I mean, you know, people know this from general singing sort of um settings but um it is definitely accessible in that way and not as kind of a woo as you put it as some other practices um but the the practice that i teach is always within the holistic framework and the 
kind of spiritual understanding. Um, you know, when I do work one-to-one with people, I do tend to um, invoke and call in the um, spiritual energies as well. So it, it doesn't, it can incorporate that, but it depends on what the needs of um, the audience are. But, mm. you know, that's part of my background for sure. So good. Um, it, <clears throat> earlier on in the introduction, we were talking about how, or in your in your bio, it was talking about how some people have anxiety and, you know, this can be really helpful for so many things. What are you seeing at the moment just in society, like in general here in New Zealand? And obviously you're from the UK, so you might still have some connections back there. What are you seeing that people are really struggling with and what specific things can they do around this voice empowerment to support them? Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, what I notice and experience uh, both through my work and just through kind of life in general is that a lot of people are feeling that they want to step into their voice more and to step into having our voices heard and to be able to communicate in a certain way and definitely the stress and anxiety that people are experiencing because of a whole lot of different um, personal situations and collective situations that we have going on. What I really find is that the self-empowerment and the um, self-direction that can come through doing some focused voice work can really be transformative and definitely impacts on stress and anxiety and um, general energy flow and general mood. But um, also in terms of a sense of direction and where we're going, you know, I think this is a really kind of endemic central issue for us is people's need to um, focus and choose and choose and create where they're going. And um, what I find from my uh, work with my clients is that when we do this work um, over a period of sessions, then there is a shift that happens that a greater clarity comes and a greater sense of being able to look after ourselves and to move towards the things that we want. And um, I would definitely say that the ability to use the voice in a way that is for well-being and a real impact on well-being is, you know, really transformative and beneficial. And equally, using the voice for clear expression. And Mm. as I was just saying, getting our points across, but kind of being able to create what we want through the voice. And as part of the voice work that I teach now, I do also teach um, these practices that can really use the voice in in a slightly more woo-woo way, a slightly more esoteric way, where we're actually using the voice as a tool for manifestation, um, which is actually very effective and quite 
powerful. I mean, I've heard some quite miraculous stories from my clients. Um, I had a client who I was working with this practice with, and her thing that she was trying to bring into manifestation was greater visibility for her work. And the next day she got um, contacted by the regional television station, and then all these different things were happening. And, um, you know, it, it just kind of brings a quite a shift in the energy field, I think, when we use our voice with intention and focus and these tools. For the manifestation, would she be saying the actual words? And of course, it's the intention and the energy and maybe what she's visualizing. Would she be actually saying what she's um, wanting to manifest? Or is it more sounds and and frequencies? It's both of those, Natalie. It's both of those. Yeah, it's both of those. So um, it is using certain sounds in a certain uh, way and a certain order that brings about an energy flow, which is bit too big and involved to go into here because it you know it takes about 40 minutes to 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 do but it it does definitely start with that process of as you say putting into getting clarity about what it is you want to create and um that's really essential part of it as well um but it is a sounding it's a sounding manifestation practice about yeah i've heard and i've even said it myself um that you know when people have uh like a sore throat and let's say they have kind of a a ongoing any sort of ongoing issue you want to look at like what is the root cause obviously but you know let's say someone has a sore throat and they just they just can't get rid of it and it just or they keep getting it and sometimes we say oh you know what in your what in your life are you not um you know, where are you holding yourself back from speaking your truth? Like, so yeah. do, what are your thoughts on that? That kind of holistic look into the emotional side of physical problems like that, especially around the voice. I think that's really important. And I do think it's a, a, a really valid way of looking at these things. Cause when I work, um, with people one-to-one or, or to a degree in the course setting, we do look at, um, the more kind of historic aspect of the relationship to the voice. How are we talking to ourselves? How are we feeling about our voice? What are we saying internally about our voice? And therefore, why are we not speaking up in certain situations? And for sure, this can manifest in physical conditions. And as I say, I'm a Reiki teacher as well. And when I teach Reiki, we definitely look in that way that you just described so well there, you know, where someone ha- might have a sore throat or whatever, and that there is an area where they're not speaking their truth. So I think it's um, a very important to have this holistic understanding and what what I love so much about this transformational work that I do is that it 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 does look at the whole life and the whole um, embodied experience and brings kind of a light to that. And I would say that um, with that, you know, say for example, this this example that you just gave of someone who's got a sore throat. And 
perhaps he or she is not speaking their truth somewhere. Doing the practices, going through a, a voice practice session or doing some work around the voice or starting simply with the humming practice that we do that we did before um this will kind of free up the energy of the voice and can lead towards greater clarity around those issues of the things that are call- causing the 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 blockage or the symptomology other questions that i've got around the voice is, you know, different ways that some people speak. And is there something behind that? So, so, you know, everyone might know someone that speaks with a very high pitched voice. Like this is in like an adult, maybe, and it's a female, but very, very high pitched voice. Then I also know some people that are more like quiet talkers, like they're so quiet. Or I even have this person that I know that I feel like when she speaks, like her voice, half of her voice stays inside her body, you know, like I, and I and so I'm just fascinated by that. And of course, where where's that coming from? And how can we help them? So as a speaker, I do train people. I do help people to speak and and do presentations and thing and be interviewed and things like that. That's different. That's more the mechanics of your voice. But I'm curious from your experience and your side of things, high pitched talkers, quiet talkers. I mean, I'm generally a fast talker. Uh, I'm getting better at slowing down. But what are your thoughts on that from a holistic perspective or from a empowered voice perspective? I think that's a really um, interesting question. And I think that, I mean, I, you know, I've worked with people who, with lots of different kinds of voices, and for sure, I've experienced lots of different voices. I think there are different reasons um, that can be involved in different experiences and presentations of voice. And they can be um physiological to do with the actual mechanics and structure of the voice and they can also be often to do with emotional and psychological reasons and uh blockages and issues and you know it 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 can be for example in the case of someone with a very high-pitched voice um a a, or a very quiet voice, you know, that there there is an emotional feeling of not wanting to take up space. And um, the work that I teach is very much about that, being able to take up space and allowing yourself to take up space and becoming more embodied and more present in the voice. And um, it does impact the speaking voice and the singing voice and the sounding voice and mm. um, all those different expressions that we we use. And people come to me with different needs around the voice. And yes, um, there are different ways that people will speak. And the work tends to be able to help them through a greater relationship to their voice, which will often lead to a shift in its expression. Mm. I guess what I'm hearing from you to a certain extent is it, it's not so much or it doesn't matter as much about why they have a higher pitch voice or a quiet voice or whatever, but it's these processes or these practices can empower them and in, in, to embody their own voice and that will shift the way that they show up and express themselves. Yes? Yeah, for sure. For our audience, we would love to hear what is resonating for you. 
And 2057 is the number to send us a text. And if you prefer to email inbox at realitycheck.radio, what is resonating for you from this conversation we're having with Brian E. Rogers all about the power of your voice? And um, have you learned anything? Have you got questions? You can send them our way. Brian E., I'd love to know a little bit about the song you've chosen and why for today. Yeah. Then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to air it a little bit after our conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the song is... Um, a song by Bryony Greenhill, Thank You For Your Heart, which is a lovely song. And the reason I chose it is because I know Bryony Greenhill from having sung with her in the UK. She is an improvisation teacher and um, teaches with the voice. And she has a lovely way of creating songs. And she improvised originally this song and then turned it into a composed piece. And the way that Bryony works, it seems funny talking about Bryony, but it is, it's spelt slightly differently. So her name's spelt with an I. <laughs> but um, it's very similar to the way that I work when I compose songs. I improvise and then I compose them into a finished piece. And I haven't, um, I'm in the process of putting together an album of songs myself. At the moment, what I tend to do with my own songs that I write is that I share them in the group sessions that I teach here in Kapiti Coast, um, in the Parapara Umu Lotus Yoga Center, which is a beautiful space. That sounds amazing. And I love the idea. I've never heard of an improv improvisation teacher. I'm going to look her up. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, improvisation is a part of what it's drama I, is it drama? Well, no, no, this is improvisation for this is improvisation, vocal improvisation. Mm, so which, interesting, which is really central to the work that I teach because, you know, these sounding practices that we've touched upon, you can hear that they're using the voice in a way. I mean, we, we, we've only done the humming practice, but also the sounding practices, for example, are based around simple vowel sounds. So they're easily accessible. And the practice of using this in a kind of improvisational way is that, um, you know, there's a freedom and an an uninhibited nature that can come about. And this is what's really central in what I teach and why I have trained in these practices myself. You want to give us a little demo? Um of um of the sounding or the or of improvisation. Either. I mean so far we've done a little a chant thingy with you, but is there anything else vocally that you want to share before I go to the question, my four um final questions? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, another practice that I could teach that is very simple, which maybe just gives a little bit of an experience of what I just was sharing about. Right. Yeah. So if we, it's just sounding a deep sound of ooh. So this is, this is not going to be an improvisation. This is just going to be a deep ooh. And this is another stress reducing sound. So we're just going to do a deep breath. Ooh. 
what we can do if we were doing this in a setting, an improvisational space, we would take that ooh and then we would move it around to different notes. So you can try this. We start on a But with the ooh at the very bottom of the vocal range, what you notice is that it vibrates in different parts of the body and it, it really brings that frequency and it's a real stress reducer. It's good if you're driving and you're on the expressway and someone's trying to cut you out. Um, it can be really helpful to sort of get that volume out. That was something to share. That's good. Okay. We love a, a good go-to stress reducer, a deep sounding ooh. ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are good. Very good. All right. Amazing. Let us know, uh, what have you done? Is there anything specific that you feel like you've done in the last year where you truly upped your brave? Yeah, I reflected on this question and there's a number of things I've done. I've moved house to a completely new setting, a new space. The in terms of my work, the 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 main thing that I've done is kind of step into a greater visibility with my work and that has been really exciting because I've loved the responses I've been getting from people and you know, I had a banner made for my work at a wellness expo that I did recently, and I loved that. Um, I would say also traveling back to the UK uh, just over a year ago uh, by myself, which was the first time I'd, I'd traveled the long distance by myself, um, was a, was involved a little bit of bravery. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, at that time, it was a, a, a very tricky time. It's a good point that you make about the visibility, because ha having worked with women in New Zealand myself over the past 15 years, and so many of them are like, I don't want to be pushy. I don't want to be salesy. I don't want to put myself out there. But, you know, it's so it's that fine balance between having visibility that you're comfortable with mm. or ready for or almost ready for. And, and just because if people can't find you, then you can't help them. So... I love that. Good on you. Yeah, I love that. And that's totally how I feel. I feel like, you know, what I share is valuable and beneficial. And it's great to get it out there. Yeah, you are value. What you've got is valuable, but you do need to be visible. Oh, I like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. So that's my upping my brave. Good on you. And what about the bucket list? Something that you would love to do, be, yeah. or experience in your lifetime that maybe we can help with? I would love to bring my work more into corporate settings and business settings. And so any anyone who has listened to this interview or who is interested in learning more about the work that I offer, who would be interested to introduce me to that space, I would be really interested to talk to you. Because um, I know that this work really impacts well-being and also functioning on a mental level and also drive and ambition and focus, you know, so I know that it can have a real impact. 
Mm. So are you are you open to traveling? If someone thinks, oh, I've, you know, you're up in yeah, the Capiti sure. area, I'm I'm, okay. I'm coming up to um coming up to Walkworth, um, move it coming through Auckland and coming to Walkworth um, in December because I'm going to be offering a voice empowerment workshop at the Resolution Festival. Oh, brilliant! I'm sure you'll see lots of our listeners there. <laughs> yeah, great! Can't wait. Okay, so people can get in touch with uh, with you, Bryony, if they have connections for you or if they've got a corporate uh, space or a business or a company that wants some well-being training in this area. Yeah, yeah. Where, can, can, they, where can they find you? Sorry. Yeah, where can they find you? Heartsonghealing.life is my website, but the place that most of my events and discussions and things are available is on Facebook, on my Heartsong Healing Facebook business page and also I do have an Instagram page but it's very small um but that's my heart song healing Bryony heart song healing okay perfect and Facebook Bryony heart song yeah. healing and as you mentioned earlier Bryony is spelled b-r-y-o-n-y for everybody yeah and just to say it is heart song healing not heart songs so it's what it's one word heart song and then healing one word two Heart Song Healing, and I'm based in Kapiti Coast in Waikanae, and um, I work in Paraparaumu, but I do travel and I do do lots of work online. I see a lot of clients online. Brilliant. Okay. And I will also be putting those links on the replay page. So if you're listening to the replay, you can go and check that out. Um, You simply go to our app, Reality Check Radio, and then you can click on the replays and find the Up Your Brave show, and you'll be able to find it from there. Or you should be able to search Bryony's name, just Bryony Rogers, and it should be able to come up. Amazing. Yeah. What is coming up for you, Bryony, in the in the next six months? Brilliant um, things of all kinds. I'm doing a lot of teaching. I'm going to be teaching starting this Sunday. I'm actually teaching a five-week online voice empowerment immersion, which is a space where we share 90 minutes of time together online every Sunday morning New Zealand time, um, where we share these techniques and practices and explore the work around them, around how the voice impacts in our life generally and in the relationship to the voice. So it helps with embodiment and empowerment of the voice. And that starts on Sunday. I've still got some places left for that. And I will be teaching in-person a Reiki course. After that, I'm going to be teaching a number of Reiki courses. I'm traveling back to the UK for five weeks in March and teaching some voice work there, uh, seeing some international clients and doing a lot of online work. I'm going to also be offering every six weeks in the Capiti Coast area, I'm offering these really powerful two and a half hour voice ceremonies which are um, a space in which we do the sound work and we also do singing and chanting and meditation, ritual and journaling work. And these um, ceremonies are held on the uh, Celtic festivals. The So the next one is the summer solstice on the 22nd of December. And then there will be another one at the 
um, beginning of February and, you know, every six weeks. So these are really powerful. We had an amazing one um, a few weeks ago for Beltane, uh, which was, with, you know, nice big group and really powerful energy. Well, you definitely have a host of brilliant things coming up. Thank you, Natalie. <laughs> that sounds amazing. That sounds really, really good. We actually talked about the power of ceremony at my retreat that we just ran. And I had one yeah, of my atten- one of my attendees. Um, so I give the ladies the opportunity to either do a presentation, um, also having a photo shoot, but one of the women was her specialty was ceremonies. So yeah, so, so amazing to do these ceremonies. That sounds like great work that you're doing. Transformational, re- you know, really transformational. Yeah. And so, so um it's, it's actually such a powerful memory, like just going through that experience. So uh, lots coming up. What would you, what else would you love to share with us just before we say farewell for today? Um, anything else you'd like to share around the power of your voice or transformational voice coaching? Yeah, just that I love this work and I love to see the changes that happen. And just for all the listeners, you know, just remember that your voice is important and your voice matters. And, you know, there are, I mean, this is briefly, but my my mother actually can't speak anymore and doesn't have a voice. And so I'm very aware, even more in a heightened way, of the fact that having a voice is a privilege and an amazing, miraculous instrument of well-being, healing, expression and manifestation. And you know, so use it <laughs> is, is, is the message. Well, sending you love uh, for yourself, but also for your mom, because that must be quite an interesting time to work through yeah, with you, you with her not being able to have a voice. Um, thank you for sharing some of these practices and some of your wisdom with us today. My pleasure, Natalie. And, um, I, you know, I'd love to welcome more people to join us on the course that I'm starting on Sunday morning. It's it's going to be really exciting. Amazing. Everyone, you can find all the information on heartsonghealing.life. Um, and thank you so much for listening. Thank you. You're listening to Up Your Brave on RCR, Reality Check Radio.